0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, welcome everyone. Is there anyone who is here for the first time this evening? Oh, welcome, welcome. And what are your, your name is? David and Gail. Well, welcome David and Gail. I hope you feel that you are genuinely a part of our community here tonight, we are so happy to have you. And if you have any um, questions about anything, um, Jalon is one of the um, hosts tonight, and Jean is another. And uh, there are um, two bathrooms upstairs, two downstairs, and um, there are additional little shawls in the closet and more uh, little pads, so do what you need to do to Take care of yourself and feel comfortable tonight. And if my voice drops off, would you please just give me some sort of sign like this? Because if you can't hear me, someone else probably can't either. And since this mic is in the middle here, unless I remember to turn, um, sometimes um, my voice gets lost. So if you can help keep me on track, that would be great. So my name is Patrice Kelch, and I've been a long-time member of Common Ground. I was the first president of the board um, nearly 25 years ago, and I've um, been a long-time practitioner uh, here at the center and have done some practice in other places and have had a particular interest in offering uh, this practice to people in challenging situations, particularly in correctional facilities. So what our uh, focus tonight is going to be on equanimity, that characteristic of being balanced and not overwhelmed. So our initial meditation tonight, I'm going to do some guiding around uh, practicing equanimity in your sitting practice and I'm going to end our um, 30-minute practice with a guided meditation on the five daily reflections, which is a very basic um, and widespread um, reflection that leads to equanimity. And then a um, little stretch, and uh, I will make some remarks about uh, equanimity, which I've been thinking of not only in terms of a personal virtue, but I've really been interested in exploring, and I'm just at the exploring stage, of what it might mean if we tried to imagine a society in which equanimity was a civic virtue and how that might uh, come about. And I hope I will leave enough time for us to have a discussion. I Sometimes tend, given my old um, teaching days, um, when I was a philosophy professor way back when, I uh, tend to find all these sorts of interesting things. And often, before I know it, my time is up. But I hope tonight I will be able to be mindful enough that we can have some discussion. OK? That sound like a plan for everyone? All right. Let's just begin by coming into the body and just bringing the attention into the body with an attitude of friendliness, maybe a little curiosity, and just make space for the body to make the transition from whatever it was that each of us has been doing today into a time that is more contemplative. And those transitions take time. So just give the body space. Let the mind settle. And if you can see if you can notice a sense of just being right here in this present moment. One of my teachers once gave the advice to sit with your full human dignity. And I always think that that is wonderful advice because our sitting practice is really a noble practice. And whether you are letting your attention be with the breath or with hearing or you may be practicing a kind of open awareness as you're sitting practice. See if you can notice a sense of balance in the body. Being <clears throat> balanced, being able just to sit upright And you might notice if there's any tension in the body or any resistance in the mind. And we just notice it with kindness, with curiosity. And we don't have to have an agenda to make things different. If there's resistance, we just let the resistance be and see if we can gently relax around it. Just check in with the mind. Are you enjoying your practice, enjoying this moment, struggling, checking out? And no matter how things are in this moment, we can hold it with some kindliness, with some very basic friendliness. Or tenderness might be a better word. So let's sit in silence for the next 10 minutes or so, just allowing the mind and the body to be held with a kind of non-judgmental, non-interfering tenderness. For the last part of our meditation together tonight, we'll do a very traditional equanimity practice that's recommended by the Buddha as a daily practice. The Buddha noted that we're often intoxicated by our youth or our youthfulness intoxicated by our health and intoxicated by our vitality. That if we are feeling robust and vigorous and in good health, we often forget that our circumstances won't always be this way. And he uses this um, metaphor of intoxication to characterize how we often ignore the facts of our mortality. So the first reflection is, I am of the nature to age. I will grow old. I am of the nature to age. I will grow old. The second is, I am of the nature to sicken. Illness and infirmity await me. I am of the nature to sicken. Illness and infirmity await me. The third, I am of the nature to die. My death approaches daily. I am of the nature to die. My death approaches daily. And the fourth, which is often the most challenging, is all that is dear and delightful to me will be separated from me. All that is dear and delightful to me will be separated from me. The last reflection, the fifth, I am the inheritor of my past karma, the owner of my present karma, the fabricator of my future karma. All that I do, for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir I am the inheritor of my past karma and karma means intentional action so these are the states of mind that we we entertain I am the inheritor of my past karma the owner of my present karma and the fabricator of my future karma all that I do for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir. What we do with our minds is what we will inherit. The wholesome thoughts we have, the unwholesome thoughts, what we do with these will affect our future. And the Buddha said it's wise to contemplate these five reflections daily. They keep us from being intoxicated. They keep us looking at what's real. So it's wise and beneficial to reflect on these facts about our life. And I invite you just to check in with the mind and see where it is. Accepting, resistant, We can hold the five daily reflections with tenderness too, with a kindliness for our very human situation.